0: six damn years since we were graced, honored, privileged, and blessed with the iconic pipes of the one and only Queen herself, Adele. Adele dropped her incredible music video and her new song, Easy On Me, today. Th- I'm recording this Thursday night for Friday. Um, Thursday afternoon eh, evening evening uh, for us all and literally the whole world, including myself, was in tears. I've listened to the song many times now. I love it. I'm living for it. It's already on TikTok. I just... I can't. She is a... Gem, one of those rare talents who, you know, they don't come across often. When they do, you just, you make them a star, which is what the world has done to Adele because she's just... I remember when I first heard who Adele was. I was in college. It was it was my sophomore year going to my junior year at college. Mm, yes, and I was living at my school for a summer because I had an internship. And I and I remember on, on Facebook when you could put like a, a, what do you call it, status, but you would do it to a song. Well this the one of the RAs of the dorm I was staying in for summer housing I would always be listening to her, and I thought her name was Adele. I, I didn't know the correct pronunciation, it was Adele, I thought it was Adele. And I was like, what? who's a deal? Who's deal?" So I asked him one day, and he was like, oh my god, you have to listen to her, and I didn't. I was like, my life has changed forever. But um, before we get into all that, uh, good morning everybody, happy Friday! as I, Andrew DeVitri, the measures of Pop Culture, here to bring you four tell our story that our pop culture makes to get us into our weekend. Of course, starting off with the Adele of it all. Um, which is just literally the greatest way to, you know, go into a Friday. Which is, uh, you know, jamming up to Adele's song on Thursday night. Which is what I myself am doing. Um, along with watching some TV and, you know, whatnot. But aside from that, I hope everybody had a really great week. Not much to update you on since we last chatted. It's a bit nippy here in LA, which I love. And it's going to be a warmer weekend. And it's going to go back to being cold. Which, you know, hey, I love it. I love the cold weather. And it's almost Thanksgiving. Well, it's almost Halloween. It's going to be Thanksgiving and like Christmas. And then, you know, we're in 2022. <gasps> Here's hoping. Um, but aside from that, I, I don't have any life updates to provide you. So let's just get into it and chat about the Adobe at all. Because I can't even handle it. So without further ado... Our first story, from Deadline. Adele releases Easy On Me first single and video from new album, 30. The first new music in six years from British superstar songstress Adele is out today, well, for you guys it'll be yesterday, uh, marking her return after a long hiatus that saw a divorce and a remarkable physical transformation. Excuse me. Oh, excuse me again, I just had a coffee. The new song Easy On Me is a spare mid ballad that, like her other songs, reflects her real life experience. Quote, go easy on me, baby, she sings. I was still a child, didn't get the chance to feel the world around me, had no time to choose what I choose to do, so go easy on me. The music video starts off in black and white and is in the same location Adele used in her video for the 2015 single, hit single, Hello. Um, the song and video are part of 30, her fourth full album out November 19th. Adele is actually age 33. She's a year older than me, and she has like, had like way more love experience, which is just like making me feel like oh, I gotta get on. I gotta get my act together. Um, Adele was clear on an Instagram live over the weekend as to what her new album is about quote divorce babe divorce and in a twitter statement she described the album as her ride or die throughout the most turbulent period of her life now i listened to the song many a time and i'm gonna let me let me let me read to you actually i don't know why i did put this article up but let me just go to e e online really quick because i that was from deadline but you know that's the trades and i i i you know like to know what is going on in the trades why isn't it oh here it does here it does here it does please tell. please tell. it might pause you out so give me this is what E said. Um, Adele officially makes her return to music with uh, "Easy on Me." Listen now. Okay, um, say hello to Adele's new song. The Grammy winner is finally back with her long-awaited single "Easy on Me" from her self-described divorce album "30," which is coming November nineteenth. Um, Adele opens the powerful song by saying she feels like she's drowning in a river while desperately trying to find gold. Before presumably reflecting on a relationship with ex Simon Kinoki, "quote Baby, let me in," she sings, asking him to go easy on me, baby. The emotional chorus continues. "quote I was still a child, didn't get the chance feel the world around me, the rolling the deep." Singer says she. Quote, changed who I was to put you both first. Assuming it's about her husband and son. Um, But is ultimately giving up the marriage. The pair share son, Angelo, eight. Adele teased the Easy On Me release two weeks ago. Giving eager fans a reason to look forward to October 15th. And the black and white Instagram video. Uh, She's seen putting a tape into a car radio and then turning up the volume. As she drives down the road. Loose papers fly out of the windows. And the opening notes of the song begin to play. Quote, easy on me sorry, not quote easy, I in quotes. Um, is the first song released from her upcoming fourth album titled Thirty, a nod to the age she was when she began recording the songs. It's a pattern she often follows, having dropped nineteen in two thousand and eight, twenty one in twenty eleven, and twenty five in twenty fifteen. Wow, I was a freshman in high school when Adele came out with 19. In early October, the now 33-year-old first began hinting that a new album was finally coming with social media users noticing billboards with 30 written on them in various parts of the world, spanning from Ireland to the US. That's a horrible Irish action. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend the Irish. The luck of the Irish. Remember that Disney Channel original movie that did with Ryan Meerman? Iconic! Um, After a split from Simon in April 2019, many fans believed she would begin writing about heartbreak and actually they seem to be spot on quote 30 tried me so hard but i'm owning it and i'm trying my hardest to lean into it all she wrote on her 31st birthday in may of that year quote bunch of ebbing savages 30 will be a drum and bass record to spite you chip up eh these days she's sending her love to sports agent Richard paul rich paul excuse me whom she's been dating since august quote she feels really comfortable around him and is in good headspace right now and inside told e news in september quote she is all about having fun and being in good company And Rich definitely provides that. It seems that creating her latest album has been a cathartic process. She recently explained on Instagram how writing 30 helped her move on from her pain in the wake of the divorce. Quote, I've learned a lot about, I've learned a lot of blistering home truths about myself along the way, she shared. I've shed many layers, but also wrapped myself in new ones, discovered genuinely useful and wholesome mentalities to lead with, and I feel like I finally found my feeling again. I'd go as far to say, as I've never felt more peaceful in my life. Adele called 30 her ride or die during this tumultuous period in her life. The album is out November 19th and I myself am personally going to be buying that album right away Because it's probably going to be iconic And it's such a beautiful song, the music video is so great Um, I love that it's in black and white And she has her uh, signature cat eye, gorgeous long nails, luscious rich hair And she's just perfect And her pipes are better than ever, as good as ever, better than ever I, I just... it's so... I love her so much And I love that she operates on her own terms you know she comes out with music when she's ready not when the industry says you have to come up with music you know she's really someone who seems to be very in control of her work and her artistry as it should be with every artist um and i'm really looking forward to the rest of the songs i mean this is obviously the first single that is released so it makes me think it's probably the biggest but not biggest i i uh it's like when taylor swift shake it off was the um you know, the first track released off her Was it a 1989 album? I think. I remember when that song came out. I was literally, like, dipping and tapping my toe on the club. I literally loved it so much. But congratulations to Adele. It's going to be the song of the weekend. Probably going to be the song of the month. And I'm very much looking forward to November the 19th. Because, let me tell you, I'm going to be jammed to that album all day. Month long. And a great way to go into the holiday season, of course. So, yeah, love it. Next story of the day, from page six. Um... One of my favorite billionaires of all time and their offspring getting married. Two billionaires. Melinda and Bill Gates, of course. Bill Gates arrives in New York via helicopter for her daughter, Jennifer's wedding. Also, there are paparazzi photos I saw, I think, just Jared, of um, Melinda and her daughter, Jennifer, getting pedicures in New York City in Tribeca um, before her wedding in her $16 million estate in New York, which is just simply fabulous. Remember the, when there was that each Hollywood story that Bill and Melinda Gates were really gonna their children $10 million and the world was like, up in arms about it, because they were like, $10 million, she's a multi 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 billionaire But then obviously, you know, she has a $16 million estate that she's living in, and he's going to live for $10 million. That's twenty six. That's 26 million. That's like a lot of million. Um, but anyways, I like guess she's getting married this weekend, which is simply divine. Really, really fabulous. So Bill Gates has touched down in New York City for his daughter Jennifer Gates's wedding this Saturday. The Microsoft Founder 65 grinned as he exited a helicopter at an NYC airport with a small group of family and friends Thursday, dressed casually in jeans and a polo shirt, carrying a brown leather bag. Sadly, Gates' outfit was considerably outshined by another relative's positively Princess Beatrice-esque hat, which appeared to be which appeared to depict a flower. Um, Bill's NYC arrival um, was far more understated than ex-wife Melinda Gates, who also arrived via helicopter Monday while donning looks from several luxury brands, including a light prank Givenchy cardigan sweater and a black Balenciaga tote bag. Melinda! Loving the labels. I love it. Um, Melinda, 57, filed a divorce from her billionaire ex in May with the separation finalized by August. Um, just as Bill landed in the city uh, Melinda and daughter Bride to be Jennifer 25 were snapped visiting a salon together in preparation for her weekend nuptials the mother-daughter duo were snapped exiting tribeca salon m which offers services including manicures pedicures and massages two days before jennifer says i do to equestrian niel nasser on her 16 million new salem farm a graduation gift she received in 2018 from parents bill and melinda a 16 million dollar farm for her graduation that's pretty damn nice for my graduation i went to spain with my family which is like really glamorous and hell and like really fabulous i mean my parents also bought me my apartment so it's like I'm not Melinda Gates, but, like, you know, I'd love to be. I wonder what this man does if she's marrying. Last month, Melinda also hosted a quaint bridal shower for her daughter at the family's lakefront mansion in Washington State. Images of the event posted to Instagram show how Jennifer, in a white maxi dress, and a light pink shawl with attendees drinking mimosas, they later enjoyed an outdoor lunch alongside pink floral arrangements, spruced up with ultra trendy trendy pompas grass. Oh, well, this is just simply fabulous for young Jennifer Gates, and I'm very happy for her and this man. I don't know who this man is, but I'm sure he does very well, because, you know, I, I'm sure a Gates wouldn't marry a commoner, but it could be. Maybe she, you know, wants to rebel from the family and wants to marry somebody normal, um, but I'm not quite sure, but congratulations. Have a fabulous wedding, and a big congratulations to the Gates family. I mean, if she had a $60 million farm for her graduation, imagine what she's gonna get as a wedding gift. <laughs> a pony? I don't even know, but this is just simply divine. Um, Next story of the day... A little bit of a update on one of my favorite TV shows on Netflix, and that is, of course, The Crown. See Elizabeth the Biggie and Dominic West' perfect transformation as Diana and Charles on The Crown. Now, obviously, this is a podcast, so you cannot see what I'm seeing, but if you Google it, um, you'll see what they look like. And I saw these images when I first woke up today, and I was literally aghast. I was like screaming because, I mean, Elizabeth the Biggie, if you've seen the great Gatsby of Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire, Elizabeth the Biggie was Jordan Baker, who was BFFs with Carrie Mulligan's character, Daisy Buchanan. One of my favorite movies of all, kind, all time. And of course, Elizabeth the Biggie was a breakout star because all of them were already stars. Now, Elizabeth the Biggie has also been in Guardians of the Galaxy. She's that gold lady. She's fabulous, iconic. I think she's going to be the third one too. But she's playing Princess Di, who was formerly played by, previously played by, um, Emma. Oh, Emma something. Emma Corrin. Fabulous. And now, um, Elizabeth is the older version. Not old, but you know what I'm saying. If you thought Emma Corrin and Joshua O'Connor... Emma Corrin, it's right in the article. Shame on me. Looked like Princess Di and Princess Charles. Just you wait till you see the photos of Elizabeth Debicki and Dominic West. Onlookers photographed the Australian actress filming The Crown alongside the Wire star in Spain. This week, Debicki and West posed on a yacht as they reenacted the royal family's 91 vacation to to San Bay, 1991, Of course. Like the late Princess Diana, Debicki sported a short hairstyle and floral dress for the seaside outing. As for Wes, the actor looked every bit like Princess Charles in a prim and proper suit and tie. The actors were joined on the Spanish set by Timothy Sambor, Eleven, and Teddy, Hallway, Seven, who will make their season five debut, debut as Prince William and Prince Harry, respectively. Um, it seems the Crown stars are filming the moments leading up to Prince Charles and Diana's separation as a a trip to Santro Bay took place a year before the couple formally announced their split in December 1992. Season 5 will also feature Princess Diana's relationship with Dottie Fade, uh, with Netflix announcing that Khalid Abdallah will play the millionaire. Abdallah has since been spotted visiting a yacht in Spain, leading some to believe that Princess Diana and Fayed's final trip to France will be portrayed. The couple vacationed on Fayed's yacht the week before... I died in the 1997 car crash. I cannot get over how much Elizabeth the Biggie looks just like Princess Diana. I mean, the wig, honey. Huh, oh, and that dress. She's gorgeous. Sadly, fans will have to wait quite some time before they are able to see able to see the Biggie West and others portray members of the royal family. In late September, Imelda Staunton appeared in a video from The Crown set to announce, on behalf of the cast and crew, we look forward to bringing you the next season of The Crown in November 2022. Of course, you know Imelda Staunton as Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter. Um,. Which is, you know, just perfect casting. And I'm really looking forward to this, uh, the next two seasons of The Crown. Netflix is just killing it with content. Between The Crown, uh, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Hmm, Preacher 10, other shows too. They have good movies too. Right now, Titanic is streaming on Netflix, and I like, literally can't even handle myself right now because I love that movie so much. The Unsinkable Molly Brown? Iconic! Um... I mean, Gossip Girl used to be housed on Netflix, but then it moved to uh, HBO Max as his friends. But that's fine. I still love Netflix. and I still have a subscription. No. So that's really exciting. And I bring ourselves to our final story of the day. I fifth the final story of the day. Well, really four, but five. Um, This is actually really sad and shocking news because this is about somebody that I think a lot of us have grown up with, and that is, of course, Clueless star Stacy Dash, Dion herself. Stacy Dash reveals past addiction. Quote, I was taking 18 to 20 pills a day. Wow. Life hasn't always been shopping sprees on Rodeo Drive and Beverly Hills mansions for Clueless star Stacy Dash. In fact, her life was the complete opposite of the 90s teen character and the film that made Dash a household name. The actress has revealed a dark past including secret pill pop drug addiction and physical abuse that once left her with a broken arm and in an interview with um dr oz quote i was taking 18 to 20 pills a day dash now 54 said in the interview that aired thursday oz acknowledged quote 18 to 20 vicodin a day that's expensive which sparked a tearful dash to reply yeah i lost everything um hydrocodone vicodin is an opioid prescription painkiller commonly prescribed to treat moderate to severe pain for those weighing over 100 pounds the max dosage recommended by doctors is no more than 2.5 to 5 milligram tablets Um, every four to six hours. Dash described the addiction as her, quote, deepest, darkest secret in a Facebook post and told Oz she would spend, quote, about five to ten grand a month on the pills. Wow. Another dark period, she warned with Oz, she shared with Oz, excuse me, um, was a past abusive boyfriend whom she said once left her with a broken arm in her early 20s. Quote, he would beat me so bad, I couldn't get out of bed for two weeks. I couldn't walk. He broke my arm, tied me to the bed for three days. She said, some part of me thought it's what I deserved. The troubled actress, who later became a conservative pundit, attributes her belief in God for helping her to remain sober, but admitted she has to, quote, sometimes fight to keep her faith. Quote, do I have to fight for it? Sometimes, yeah. Are there moments when I wake up and I'm like, this is a bad day, I want to do something bad? I know I get on my knees and I pray that Jesus will help me. He has helped me for five years. It's not been easy. There have been five days, excuse me, there have been days where I've spent the entire day on my knees and didn't move until I felt God fill that hole inside me, she said. Um, Well, this is really, really sad, of course, and she's very lucky to be alive, and I I think famously somebody else who is an actress who has been very open about her past struggles with Vicodin is Jamie Lee Curtis. She's talked about it. She said she's a survivor, uh, an addict, and... um, it's on YouTube. I've watched it before. And it's very candid and open. Um, but yeah, this is really sad. You know, this is one of those those uh, cases where it's like, you never know what goes on behind closed doors. And, you know, I know when Stacey Dash uh, was supporting, I believe it was Paul Ryan and Mitt Romney? Um, people were, you know, of course, horrified. But it's her faith. And if she's conservative, she conser- she's conservative. And, you know, nobody... If her faith... If, if her addiction and sobriety has led her... F- to faith and and being more of a conservative individual then it makes total sense um but i'm just i'm glad she's alive and it's great that she's being honest and using her platform to share her struggles with others who may be going through the same thing and i know that the opioid uh addict opioid addiction is a real um is it a pan- is i don't know if pandemic's the right word is a real it's a catastrophe it's it's a big 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 deal um but it's very sad so I wish Stacey Dash a healthy, speedy recovery, and, um, I want I to see her back on the screen. She was so good as Dionne. She's a great actress, and she's, you know, has that incredible smile. Um, and she's fabulous, so... Yeah. Well, that's our Thursday evening slash Friday episode. Uh, and this week's, uh, you know, come to a conclusion for me, the of Pop Culture, and for you too, girl! i hope you all had a fabulous week. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. I really love doing this. It is literally my pride and joy, and it's, um quite fun. So, I hope you all have a fabulous weekend. Let me know what you're doing for the weekend. Drop me a line on Instagram or TikTok. I'm Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture. You can stream my podcast on Spotify, Apple Apple Podcasts, Xbox Radio, iTunes, the podcast app on the iPhone, basically anywhere a podcast stream. I'll be back Monday with some stories. Bye!